Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast with your host, me, Tyler Penner. This, of course, being the um, 692nd three thousand four mil no one sixty ninth best podcast in the world in the goddamn universe for that matter and can't nobody tell me different we are doing good i am not doing good do you understand me when i say that i am not doing good right now i oh god You won't believe the day that I just had, and I just want to vent on this podcast for my listeners, because realistically, I mean, you guys are the only ones who actually care. All 2.78 of you, you're the only ones who actually get me, who actually know what it is that I go through on a day-to-day basis, the pain the suffering, the inner torment, that is what this podcast is going to be about. The suffering and the torment and the pain that I had to live with today. Oh God, the horror, the horror of it all. And even right now I can feel the suffering inside me. The pain, the torment. The tor pain, the pain mint. <sighs> I've had an awful day, and um, I've just—I don't know—I've just been hurting all day. And it started last night, and I know exactly what I did last night. Yesterday, all day for that matter. I woke up. I went to work. Everything was great. First coffee break rolls around, all right? I parked the mower in the McDonald's parking lot. It is soaked, covered, caked with the blood and bone dust of animals ranging from bugs to squirrels to small dogs to large dogs. Every animal felt the wrath of my machine yesterday. I went to McDonald's. I order, uh, for some reason... I get a hash brown with my egg BLT meal. Okay, I eat that. Everything seems okay. I go to Safeway, right, at lunchtime. Their deli bar is open. I don't want to sit there and wait for a sandwich. So I get some chicken fingers and some buffalo flings. But they also had onion rings there. I didn't know that, you know... They usually don't have onion rings. It's usually just potato wedges. So I grabbed some onion rings and a few potato wedges. And I ate those. I wasn't thirsty, understand? So I wasn't drinking water or anything close to water. I wasn't consuming liquids. Work ends, right? I'm at work. I hose off most of the bone dust. You can't get it all. But I put my machine away for the night. I hop in my car. I don't know exactly what I want to do with my evening yet at this point. But I know that it's going to be, it has to be productive. And I don't want to eat a big meal. And then, because every time I eat a big meal, that's, that's curtains. That's lights out. I am going to sleep. You understand? I'm not going to do a goddamn thing. If I have the big meal. Most of the time, I like I don't even buy sleep aid anymore. I just buy Mary Browns. Eat a bunch of that, you'll sleep. You know? Oh, you've been you've been jerking it too much lately. Get some uh, George's Burgers in you. You know, get a double fat boy with a double cheese dog. Trust me, you won't have any energy to do anything else other than lie in your bed and sleep. So I didn't want to do that because I wanted to be productive. So that, ah, fuck it, I'll go to 7-Eleven, you know. Get a quick bite there, nothing big, no big deal. 
I get a Gatorade Zero because it dawns on me you have not consumed a liquid other than coffee today. It is healthy to drink something. An electrolyte beverage, fine. I get that, you know, and I get a big bite hot dog. But I also wanted the keto. I'm a, I'm a little peckish. All those onion rings, they left me feeling hungry. <sighs> so I got a big bite hot dog and a taquito. But then the lady says they're three for six or whatever. So yeah, of course I'm going to get three beef taco taquitos. So I eat this on my way home. I'm quite full, but not sleepy full. I get inside, I have a productive day. Later on in the night, I have to go get a vape. I have to refill on my nicotine cartridges. Because I've been smoking cigarettes all day. Uh, but now I want something fruity. I want a fruity vessel to my nicotine. So I drive there and I thought, hey, I'll st you know, I haven't really eaten dinner yet. All I had was that big bite hot dog and those three taquitos. But I'm still a little hungry because, again, I haven't consumed a liquid. That Gatorade is still sitting in my fridge. So I pop in a McDonald's. I will get a McDouble or something. But then I see they have the new Ranch McCrispy. So I figured oh, I'll get that too. But then also they have a deal on Big Macs. I don't know what the deal was, but I got a Big Mac too. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I just, I can't tell you the pain that I'm in today. I don't know what happened, but those co the combination of those ingredients, all that fucking food, not one goddamn nutrient entering my body, uh, my body is revolting. My body, not, not that sense of revolting. I mean, it is revolting, but it's, it's, it's revolting against me. It's a different type of revolt. Both apply, but I'm talking about this one. My body is calling a mutiny. My stomach is in so much pain right now. I cannot, on a mower today, I mean, I barely had the motivation to mow over that last squirrel. I did it because that's the job. But ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I'm, I'm in pain. I'm suffering. Oh, boy. I'm like one of those little African babies that you see on World Vision commercials every Christmas whose belly is just completely extended, but they're really malnourished. Which, by the way, as a, as a kid, I was like, what are they bitching about? They're fat. Look at that. And my mom was like, Tyler, don't. That baby is black and starving. And I was like, whatever. Pass the turtles. Um, but I got like some sort of gastrointestinal issue right now. I've been, I, I mowed every lawn in the city that had a porta potty beside it today. That was my excuse. I'm like, you want you want me to cut the grass? Fine, but there better be a shitter within a 10 second drive because I, it, it's it's just it's not that I've been shitting a lot either it's just there's a bubble inside me and it's just hanging out there oh my fucking god it just won't go away gastro gastroenteritis what's this stomach flu uh, inflammation of the stomach intestinal lining which causes diarrhea and vomiting I don't have that I don't have that. Gastro, um, intestinal, um, what do you call it? Uh, just, uh, what's that called? Infl not influxion, um, indigestion. Indigestion. Indigestion can be pain or discomfort in your upper abdomen, dyspepsia, or burning pain behind the breastbone. It's not really burning. It's dyspepsia, which is weird because all I drink is Coca-Cola. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, dyspepsia is another word for indigestion. Well, people with chronic indigestion often report feelings of stomach pain 
overfullness and bloating during and after eating. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I am as bloated as bloated can get. What are the four symptoms of dyspepsia? Great name, by the way. That's my new fucking bad name. Yo, what the fuck's up, motherfuckers? This is dyspepsia. Hang on, stop the song, guys. Stop the song. Stop the song. Oh, fuck it. All right, keep playing. All right. Symptoms of functional dyspepsia may include pain or burning in the stomach, bloating, excessive belching. Tell me about it. Nausea after eating, an early feeling of fullness when eating. The feeling of fullness is also called satiety. I like that word, satiety. 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 Yeah, that's a good one. I don't like that guy's voice, but... Yeah, man. So how do you get rid of it? How do you... Get rid of dyspepsia. Ten ways to treat dyspepsia. Number one, don't eat like a fucking asshole all day and then go on your shitty podcast and uh, expect uh, people to give a fuck that uh, you don't feel too good. Hey, WebMD, take it easy, bro. Abdominal pain, it may start as a feeling of discomfort and then eventually turn into pain. If you have dyspepsia, you may feel discomfort or pain around the navel or above it. Okay, good. I just want to make sure that what I have is just uh, me being a fucking idiot and not like I, I don't I hope I didn't do irreparable damage to uh, this fucking organ of mine called a stomach, you know? I was looking up liver pain. I'm looking up everything. Oh, my God. Dying is scary, dude. I, I, when I'm feeling great and I'm feeling wonderful, I'm like, dude, I'm ready to die. I don't give a fuck. Hey, man, you know, like the Stoics say, Marcus Aurelius, uh, we don't know what's after it, so why worry about it? Fine, but shut the fuck up. Because when you can feel... And I'm just talking about, I mean, I just got a Big Mac jammed in my fucking, you know, stomach right now. Uh, if you actually had cancer or AIDS or uh, whatever, and you can feel your body dying, it's no fucking joke, dude. I mean, it's scary. Like, this scared me today. Like, I fucking swear to Christ right now, I will never have another Ranch McCrispy in my life. That that's it. That is it for that burger. It's not going to happen. But in the at the same time I'm thankful for eating that Ranch McCrispy because it taught me that, you know, Chatbot was right. Joking about cancer not that cool because it is scary. It is scary to feel yourself dying. It's scary when your body's not working like it should. It's scary when you're in pain. You just want to make it stop. But you can't because you already ate the Ranch McCrispy. So you just got to sit there and the body's like, we'll try. We'll do our best. Uh, normal McCrispy maybe, but this is Ranch. I don't know. We This might be it for us. And you just got to sit there and be like, I'm sorry, buddy. My buddy body. I'm sorry, my buddy body. Maybe I can turn this into a uh, Eric Clapton type song, Tears in Heaven. So it'll, it'll be Ranch McCrispies. If I taste your ranch. Anyways, I got a fucking, anyway, th but that's it. Dude, I am so fucking done with the fast food, with this lifestyle. You understand? I'm done with this fucking shit, man. I'm done feeling like a trash bag. It might make for funny content. I don't give a fuck anymore. Alright? I want to feel like Superman, not fucking bloat McGee. 
So I gotta, uh, I'm fucking, this is bullshit. Let's see if we can find McDonald's phone number here. Not their corporate bullshit. I want the local number. McDonald's Pembina. McDonald's Pembina. Oh, fuck yeah, they got numbers. Um, where, where are we going here? A. That's on Grant. Come on, you fuck. And I should have known that it was a red flag with this McDonald's. Uh, because No, that's not the one, you fucker. Um, I should have known... I should have known... That... Um, oh, I'm sorry for this. This fucking Google map. My God. Grand Park to Taylor. There's the McDonald's. That's the one that fucking almost broke me. Okay. I should have known that it was a problem because I asked for club soda, right? I know you serve club soda, McDonald's. All right? I know this how fountain drinks work. It's all club soda. And then there's a fucking bunch of tanks with concentrated opiate-like syrup in there that you ship in from the poppy fields of Afghanistan. And then you put in your own little spices and you mix that together. And, oh, look, it's soda. But at its core, the entire fucking fountain drink machine is all club soda. That's what the liquid is. All right? So all I'm asking is for a cup of that, hold your fucking opium juice. I don't want that. I just want the club soda. I know it's crazy. I know it's insane. I know no one on this earth drinks club soda other than Tyler Penner, host of the Prairie Dumpster podcast. But guess what? I, I Can I get a cup? I'll pay for it. it. Took 10 minutes for me to explain to this fucking guy yesterday. I would like a club soda. And he's like, what kind of soda? I'm like, no, club soda. Soda water. Water with the bubbles. You do, do you know the bubbles? The water, it's around the bubbles. And he was just like, huh? So finally he got it. And he's like, well, I'll tell you what, you can order a bottle of water with your meal and then just go up to the second window and, uh, you know, just ask them for a cup of soda water. I'm like, just charge me for the drink. Anyways, <laughs> I was so pissed because I knew oh I knew what would happen. I would pay for everything. He would give me the bottle of water. He'd give me my food. And he'd be like, have a good day. I'd be like, oh, can I get a soda water? And then this guy would be like, what? And that's exactly what happened. I drive up to the second window, bottle of water, bag of food. Have a good day. I'm like, wait, uh, can I get a cup of club soda? And he was like, what? And then I had to explain the concept of club soda. Jesus, why is life so hard for me? Why is my life so hard? Why does God hate me? Everything's hard for me. Do you understand that? Oh, Like again with those kids in Africa. Enough. Try living in my shoes. All right. You've never had stomach pains from eating a Ranch McCrispy. I'll go Ranch McCrispy stomach pain versus your malnutrition stomach pain any day of the week. Let's go toe-to-toe. I don't, I'm not buying your story anymore. How do you not have food yet? It's 2023. Anyways, let's call this McDonald's right now because uh, it's over. It's over. Pack your bags, you bitch. You're moving out. Hi, Yeah, hi there. Um, it's Tyler. Uh, I was there yesterday. Do you remember me? Uh, what? I just ordered some food. Second for what? 
What are you doing? What are they doing? Why am I on hold? She doesn't even know what the problem is. She doesn't know what I'm about to say. Yeah, hi there. Um, I, I got a Ranch McCrispy yesterday at your location. And um, all day today, all day, I've just been in crippling stomach pain. I'm just wondering what's going on there. Just give me a second. Why? Second for what? See, I don't want anything. I just want to tell you that this is over now. We're... Hi, hello. Hello? Hi. Hi. I was explaining to the other person. Is this a different person or the same one? A different person. Oh, okay, cool. I had a ranch McCrispy yesterday from there. Yeah. And, and, um... Today, I've just been in crippling stomach pain all day. Now, is there... I don't know what that... Now, it, it might not have just been the Ranch McCrispy. I also had um, a lot of stuff from the Safeway Deli Bar, McDonald's, Sausage McMuffin earlier in the day, Big Bite Hot Dog, Three Taquitos. It's a long story. But I'm blaming the Ranch McCrispy. Uh, is there a problem with that burger? Have you had other complaints about s crippling stomach pain because of that chicken burger? Uh, no. You're the first one to uh, tell us about that today. Uh, even from yesterday. All right. Well, I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming... Well, I'm blaming myself a little bit. It's my choices. But at the same time, mm -hmm. I got to I gotta stop coming to McDonald's. How often do you eat at McDonald's? Not that often. Even though I work here, I, I don't usually often eat here. Yeah, you sound healthy. I, okay. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm just venting. I'm just tired of being in pain yeah. for McDonald's. It's like, maybe, uh, like, I suggest going to a doctor maybe they can help a bit if it's something wrong with your stomach. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they can pump this Ranch McCrispy out of my sus system. <laughs> All right, I'll look into it. Thank you. Right. Bye. Great customer service again, but I don't care about the customer service. All right, I'm in pain here. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Oh. My stomach hurts so much, I can barely grind my crotch into these sheets that I'm on right now. Don't get me wrong. I'm making do. Trust me. These sheets? Grinded. <laughs> but it's not the same when you got a, just a fucking Ranch McCrispy grenade in your system. That is just, it just doesn't, it's not, not really even a grenade. It's like a white phosphorus bomb. You know, that shit that burns for a very long time. I'm just fucking... I can't get comfortable. The only other pain that comes close to this was when I had my gallbladder removed. I have no gallbladder. You understand? I wonder if I can apply for disability for that. Let's take a look. Can you apply for disability um, if you have no gallbladder? Wow. Google knew to finish that search. Someone has searched this before. Fuck, dude. Man, if I get disability because I don't have a gallbladder, there are no local web results. That's not... Well, then don't fucking go local, you idiot search engine. There we go. Canadian pension plan. Disability benefits. Multi oh, fuck. Here we go. Uh, chapter 14. Gastrointestinal impairment. Um, oh, this is for veterans. Oh, God. All right. Fuck that. Oh. Yeah, having a gallbladder removed, that was kind of pain. And you know what triggered that? That is genetic. My dad's had his gallbladder removed. 
which apparently he was in huge pain for. My mom drove him to the hospital with her four ways on, ran every red light. There's a famous story in my family. Ran every red light, blew through this red light on the 59 highway, and a cop, cop found this. Cop saw this, got right on her ass, and was with the cherries, sirens. And mom was like, Ruben, the cops, they're on my ass. And dad was like, fuck them. Get me to the hospital. And then the cop was like, Boo. and it was a whole car chase thing. So finally they get to the hospital. I think it was Concordia or something. And she pulls into the emergency room and the cop pulls up behind her and is like, he gets out and he's like, what the fuck? And my dad gets out without saying a word and instantly projectile vomits bile exorcist style onto the ground and then uh, the cop was like all the best and got got out of there um famous story in my family and uh, my story less impressive i was eating niaqua pizza and um and it was a large it was a large that was a large pizza and I got through about, I would say, five-sixths of it. And uh, I was munching on the pizza. And I was like, well, time for bed. It was a cl- It was just like yesterday. This reminds me of gallbladder pain a little bit. Not as severe. Not nearly as severe. Um, but, um, uh, but it's bad. Um, but same thing with this. I mean, I was eating to fall asleep. I was using food as a sleep aid. That's not recommended. I thought, hey, the more pizza I'll eat, the faster I'll get to bed. I just need to lag my system out enough so that I pass out from this pizza. Then we'll get some shut-eye. You know, before the carbs kick in and I'm ready to run a fucking marathon at 4 in the morning. Um... So I ate the pizza and I woke up and it was like someone was stabbing me in the sternum with uh, one of those little uh, corner pieces of Niagua pizza. If you've never had Niagua pizza, it is a sharp crust. That is a really crispy crust and you can stab someone with it. If you took a piece of Niagua pizza and uh, hit someone hard enough with it, I think you could puncture skin. And it, was, it felt like it was puncturing my organs. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. And then I got up and I was like, oh. And I thought same thing. That's what scares me about this. I thought it was the same thing. I was like, no, man, I must have a gas bubble in me. The Niaqua did something wrong. So I thought, you know what? Or maybe I just need some. This was actually my logic that night. This is how dumb I am. I thought... No joke. I thought that there maybe maybe was some food. <laughs> this is a true story. This is how dumb I am. I thought maybe there's some food lodged somewhere. So I thought if I eat some more, it'll dislodge that food. <laughs> so I just started chowing down on more Niagara pizza. It did not fix the problem. And then I thought, hey, I know, I just need some liquids. So I started chugging Coke Zero. Fuck water. I need Coke Zero for this situation. I need some... Because the acid, it eats away at the pizza crust. That'll, you know, it'll create a slurry, and then we'll process this. This did not help. None of this helped. This made the situation worse. And um, and I just sat and writhed in pain for three hours, because it was three in the morning. At six in the morning, I went, I took a shower, and at seven in the morning, I texted my mom and told her mom we got a problem here because my mom's a nurse a great one and at this time she was working at saint boniface hospital which is now pretty much a morgue they don't really help people there anymore they try but uh our our good buddies at the politicians said ah these nurses they have too much and they make too much they've got too many resources and there's too many of them let's fucking just completely rape the industry because we don't need half this shit and trust me, I would know this. I, I used to do inventory at Home Depot. 
You understand? I've got a successful roofing company. So me as a politician, I know how to help the nursing, the healthcare industry. Fucking jack-offs. But anyway, she used to work at St. B. Before it was a morgue, when it was an actual hospital. With actual staff being treated appropriately and uh, actual resources. Um, my mom says eventually, she's like, take a bath. So I take a bath and it does alleviate some of the pain. I hop out of the bath. I'm instantly back to writhing. I say, mom, hey, I, I know you're a nurse, but what the fuck are you talking about? A bubble bath? That's your cure? All right. I feel like I've got someone's scalpel inside me and you're telling me to take a bath. You're telling me to take a bubble bath. What 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 do I do? And she was like, okay, well come here. Well we'll I'll take a look. I went over there, told her what was up. She knew exactly what it was. Because of my dad and my brothers had his gallbladder out. Long history of shitty galls in the Penner family. And so finally she said, Okay, let's go. So we hopped in her car and we went to the St. Boniface Hospital where the wait time was eight hours. And I looked at my mom and I said, if I have to writhe here for eight more hours in this type of pain, then order a fucking Niagara pizza because it doesn't fucking matter anymore. Order the pizza or, or help me jump the queue. And my mom, and this is a completely illegal and completely unethical and very corrupt and my mom still did it because she loves her boy. That's why I love my mom. She went up to her uh, floor with her buddies, and which happened to be uh, pre-surgery. And she went up to the doctor and she was like, hey, bro. No, no, put that chart down. I'm talking to you, you fucking quack. My boy's in trouble. He's down in the waiting room. I know he's got a gallbladder. I'm almost positive. Can we put him up here? And the doctor was like, all right, cool. So they got me up there. This is 20 minutes after me arriving. Half an hour after I got to the hospital, I was hopped up on the morphine. That was great. That was so awesome. And then, um, what else? Yeah, they pumped me full of morphine. They took me for a fucking sonar thing. What is that called? Sound check? Sonar thing. The radar. Stick a radar. Boom. And then, um, yeah, my gallbladder was just uh, the Rocky Mountains. A lot of rocks in them, boys. And um, and they were like, yeah, we got to cut it out. And I was like, well, no shit, you fucking quack. It took you 10 hours to decide that? A, more morphine. B, get your fucking scalpel out. And he did both of those things. And I went into surgery. And then I... Um, yeah, got up the next day, wolfed down some breakfast. Um, and literally 24 hours, I was back in my apartment uh, throwing the rest of the Niagara pizza in the garbage. Not because I had learned my lesson, but because it was a day old. And uh, I didn't want to take any chances. I had sutures. Like I said, it was a sharp crust. I was like, ah, we'll just order it another day. Oh, God. But this isn't anything like that pain. If you've ever had gone, but this does feel like organ pain. You know what I mean? It feels like organ pain. Oh God! And I'm, oh God! Oh fuck! Oh my God! These sheets. I'm gonna come. Um. Oh, fuck. And I've got underdogs tonight. I've got to burn people's bill tonight. We're doing that burn your bill back at underdogs, which is a bar in St. James here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, for all my listeners in um, Yemen and uh, Brunei, Bhutan, uh, San Marino, the Vatican. 
and my very fucking problematic listeners in Uzbekistan. Jesus Christ. Guys, enough with the IEDs, okay? Please, all right? Or do blow up all the IEDs you want. Just take my flag down from your uh, insurgency headquarters, okay? I'm glad you guys like the podcast, but we, we I mean, we're a long ways out from starting this paramilitary organization. I, I appreciate your gusto. But you're blowing up a lot of kids, and it's just not cool. So can we just just, just just take five? Don't you guys have Ramadan or something coming up? huh? Can you chill, please? But we've got underdogs. Burn your bill tonight. I'm going to have a couple of beers. It's going to be great. And, um, yeah, maybe maybe that's all I need. Maybe that's all I need. I said there was a gas bubble. Maybe I just need some fizz. I was chugging club soda before. And um, and I was burping. I was belching a lot, but it still feels tender. It feels raw. It feels uh, tender and raw. So this is going to be the abbreviated version of the podcast, okay? We're not going to go an hour and 20 minutes today because I've looked at the stats. Most of you tune out at minute uh, 47. We're coming up on 36 now. So maybe I should condense it to a shorter podcast. I don't know. I would appreciate your honest feedback about the podcast. Most of it, uh, you know, I'll disregard and I'll call you an asshole and I'll come home and I'll talk shit about you for even suggesting that this podcast needs any improvement at all. How fucking dare you? But I do appreciate your feedback, of which I have gotten none. Uh, let's see what's in the fucking news today. Area man eats Ranch McCrispy and dies painful death. Uh, what do we got here? What are some local headlines? BBC. Manitoba. Tories would let Manitoba seniors defer property taxes, offer $500 mobility AIDS tax credit. Wow. The PCs say if they're re-elected, they would let seniors defer some or all of their property taxes, and the money would be repaid with interest when the senior sells their home. Wow. That's the fucking top story today in Manitoba. That's the top story. Actually, area man dies of gastrointestinal pain from Ranch McCrispy. Fucking way, way better news story than that bullshit I just read. Here we go. Here's one. Women's, woman stabbed at Winnipeg Olive Garden confronts attacker. An emotional victim impact statement. I can't really joke about that. I want to. But this girl's only 18. I will never have another breadstick again. Every time I even hear the word marinara, I will think of your attack. What kind of fucking loser was this that he walked into? Um... Walked into an olive garden uh, and just stabbed someone. It's like, you call that fucking, uh, you know, Alfredo? Someone's got to pay. Hey, you 18-year-old girl, get over here. I'm mad about this chicken parm. What a fucking dork. A real pussy. 18-year-old girl. She's going to be fucked up forever now. Oh, God. That's, that didn't see. That's a bummer. Nothing funny about that. Viral vomit incident on Air Canada flight probed by public health agency. I didn't... Made headlines around the world this week. Vomit smeared airplane seat.
Air Canada said it apologized to two passengers who were escorted off the plane by security after protesting that their seats were soiled and still damp. Ugh. Ahead of an August 26th flight from Las Vegas to Montreal. Well, guess not everything that happens in uh, <laughs> Vegas uh, stays in Vegas, huh? <laughs> Including blood, vomit, diarrhea, and semen. That that Those are substances that will... If that's on your person, that will come back with you. Oh, God, the news sucks. It's boring. Oh, boy. I went to Starbucks the other day. And um, there's a Starbucks in Tuxedo where I work at. And it's great Starbucks. I like the staff there. Um... I ordered a coffee one time. One of the young ladies knew my name. She had remembered my name from last time. And then I asked her for her number, and she laughed and laughed at me. And then she told her coworkers, and they laughed. And then uh, I pulled out a gun, and I just set it on the table, and I was quiet. But they stopped laughing. And then um, I asked for a breakfast sandwich. They said they were all out. And then I... um just pointed the gun in the air wasn't a big deal um but magically they came up came out with a replacement um so we've got a bit of a rapport there at that starbucks um but i went to a starbucks on Naren the other day not too long ago and something happened to me there that I mean, every time I go anywhere, it pisses me. You know, it just pisses me off when people order for me. You know what I mean? Or people tell me what I want. It And it's that I've, I've actually got trauma about this. This is no joke. When I was in grade maybe two, maybe grade one, there was another guy in school called Jesse, Jesse McCuskey who I'm sure now is a cool guy. And back then, he was one of the cool ones. But but I was a very shy, impressionable, vulnerable kid who could be pushed around to do shit. I was a real pushover. So my mom, for lunch one day, had given me $2, a $2 bill back in those days. And this was a lot of money for me. And I walked into that Bothwell convenience store slash restaurant, slash meth lab. And the world was my oyster. I had $2. I can get anything I want. I can get a pizza pop. They used to serve pizza pops there. They were deep fried. It was incredible. I can get a slice of pizza. I can get an order of fries. I can get two chocolate bars because inflation hadn't hit yet. Prices were still reasonable. And I was like, wow. I can do anything with it. And then Jesse McCuskey was sitting there waiting for his food. He, he had ordered like a pizza pop or something. He was just finishing it. He said, hey, Tyler, what are you doing here? And I said, oh, I'm just uh, getting some lunch. And he said, oh, yeah? With what? And I said, and I was so proud that I had $2. And I showed him. I was like, look at this. And I pulled out the $2 bill. And he said, oh, yeah, what are you going to get? What are you going to get? I said, I don't know. I was thinking like maybe a piece. He's like, no, man, no, don't get that. You know what you should get? You know it's awesome? You should get a drink. And I said, no, I well, I kind of want some food too. He's like, no, you should get a drink. Drink is really good. You'll get a drink. No, trust me, you'll love a drink. And then he, I was holding the $2 bill. He took the $2 bill and said, yeah, come on, trust me. You'll get a drink. You'll love it. And then he went to the fridge, and I was too much of a pussy. I couldn't say, no, 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 I don't want this. So I was like, yeah, I, I don't know, Jesse. I mean, I don't really want the drink. He's like, no, no, trust me, I like it. And he grabbed an orange crush and went to the front. He's like, come on, Tyler, let's buy this orange crush. And I went, oh, okay, cool, all right. And then he bought the orange crush. It cost like a buck twenty-five. So I had 75 cents left, and he bought, like, one of the fucking 600 mil ones. And then he's like, yeah, see, there's your change, and there's your drink. And then he went, can I have a sip? And I said, yeah, yeah, I guess. And then he opens it, takes the first sip, and starts chugging it. 
And then I left with half a drink and 75 cents, which wasn't even enough to buy a full chocolate bar. They were like 87 cents. Do you understand? This is why we need to consolidate power and begin executing people en masse. But it did traumatize me. That really did traumatize me, man. It, um... I don't trust people. And I sure as fuck don't like people telling me what to do and telling me what to order. So when I walked into this Starbucks on Naren Avenue the other day, I got what I normally get. Tall dark roast, two cream, and an oat bar. And he said, hey man, okay, cool, oat bar, sounds good, blah, blah, blah. He grabs the oat bar while I'm paying with interacting and goes, hey man, you want that warmed up? I'm like, no, nah, that's okay. And he goes, no, no, you want it warmed up, trust me. And then he's already sliding it into his little fucking toaster oven. So I don't even have a chance. What I should have done is been like, get that fucking oat bar out of that oven. And put it in the fridge now, actually. So he started warming up my oat bar. But I know better now. I know what to do now when shit like that happens. You don't say anything. You don't confront the guy. No, no. I just double down on the friendliness. I was like, hey, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate that. And he was like, yeah, no problem, man. I was like, what's your... Sorry, dude. I kind of like those um, glasses. Where'd you get those? And he's like, oh, I actually got those at blah, 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 blah. We started having a conversation. Started talking a while. This guy's into, I don't know, some hobbies or whatever. He's got a band. I said, oh, let me check out your band. Cool, yeah. Oh, you're on Instagram? Cool, sounds good. So I found his band on Instagram. And his Instagram account... Is connected with his band. And his Instagram account, his personal one, has some photos of him at work. And a couple of little fibs and a couple of little lies, and I found that guy's phone number. And I gave him a phone call, and I recorded that phone call. Now we all get to listen to it. Now we all get to hear what I think of someone who orders for me. All right, here it is. It's David, leave a message. Hey, how are you? How you doing? I tell you how I'm doing, well, what's the point? You already know, don't you? In fact, you should tell me how I'm doing. You should let me know how I am, since you know all about me. You know who I am, how I am, and what I want in life, don't you? You know all about it. You're inside me. You're inside my mind, aren't you? You must be. I mean, how else can you be so goddamn sure about what I want? How else could you have known that I would want that oat bar warmed up? Some people like it cold, but not me. I'm not that fucking guy. I thought I was until you, in your telekinetic wisdom, taught me that, in fact, I don't like it cold. I like it warmed up. You see, I didn't know that until you told me. And I just wanted to call you and thank you. I wanted to thank you for showing me that I was wrong. I was wrong about who I am, what I am, and what the fuck I want. You know better, don't you? You're psychic. A true channel of higher cosmic forces sent you from the nether to reveal truths about myself 
I can't help the not. That's your role here on Earth, isn't it? To tell people what they really want. To show them their true desires. Those latent, baser urges that societal norms have forced us to forget. You're here to conjure them. Reveal them. And manifest them. That's you, right? You are God's messenger, are you not? An angel, sent to deliver his word. That's you, isn't it? An angel? You motherfucker. If I wanted my Oopar warmed up, I'd get it fucking warmed up. I've had it warm. It wasn't for me. And I told you this, but that wasn't good enough for you, was it? No. You thought you knew better. You thought that you were going to show me what I really want. Well, buddy, there's going to come a time when I'm going to show you what you want. I'm going to tell you what it is you really desire. And when I'm standing over you, and when you see the knife, you're going to say what I said. No thanks. But I'll do what you did. I'll insist. My friend, this is what you want. You want this. And you'll beg and plead. But you see, I'm like you, I know better. And I'm gonna stick it in. And when your eyes bulge with that look of surprise, and you wanna scream, but there's just no air to do it with, I'm gonna run my fingers through your hair. And I'm gonna say, shh. It's okay. You want this. Trust me. Trust me, okay? I know what you want. I know what you want, buddy. And believe me, I'm gonna give it to you. Sound good? Alright. See you soon, buddy. Okay, and like I said, um, you know, not a big fan of that Starbucks. The Tuxedo Starbucks, much better. And um, I'll probably be going there from now on. Because they know that I know what I want out of my oat bars. And I've said it on the podcast before, I'll say it again. Oat bar, probably one of the best menu items uh, in any restaurant ever. Oat bar. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is the fucking podcast for today. Shout out to who else? The Ranch McCrispy for teaching me that everything dies for teaching me that um, that it's tough to uh, be happy and remain happy uh, when your physical condition is uh, lacking, when you're in pain. Like, you ever talk to someone who's dying of cancer, and you're like, oh, this guy's a real fucking drain now. Jesus, like, I know you got a brain tumor, but can you not be a drag? <laughs> Killing my buzz here, Duff. Okay, John B. Duff, rest in peace. He died of a brain tumor, and he was pretty, uh, he was pretty upbeat, um, right until his head exploded. Um, but yeah, no shout out to the Ranch McCrispy. That's a bad one. Whew. Huh. Whew. Never having that burger again. We're gonna put that in the Hall of Shame for menu items. There's only very few. Foods enter into the Hall of Shame. Ranch McCrispy 
has entered. All McCrispies for that record. They keep trying to push this McCrispie on us. It's an inferior chicken burger. It sucks. It's always a little burnt. It's always way too hot. The breading sucks. It's like a fine breading. They had a good chicken burger with the original with the with the McChicken. And I shit on Burger King left and right, but their original, the long boy, you know, that original chicken sandwich. Legendary chicken burger. Oh, they always load it with lettuce. Every lettuce is like the butt of the lettuce. It's an awful lettuce game at Burger King. But um but but I'll take fucking twelve of those back to back to back to back over one McCrispy. Just saying the word McCrispy is making my organs feel cool. Like I'm I'm feeling chills in my body. Because my stomach is scared of this McCrispy now. You understand? I say the word McCrispy, it's like saying Bloody Mary around a fucking whatever. My stomach's like, oh, 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 you're not ordering one, are you? Like, relax, buddy. We're over that. You'll never see that fucking chicken burger in any one of its forms again. Spicy McCrispy, regular McCrispy, ranch McCrispy, any other future iteration of the McCrispy family. That burger, that entire burger family is dead to me. Okay? You're dead, McCrispy. I'm going with McChicken now. Or the Junior Chicken. That's it. I and I get fuck I give you plenty of fucking chances, McCrispy. I gave you so many goddamn chances time and time again. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. I wanted you to work here. Alright? We we wanted you to work out. But it takes two to fucking tango. And and now this. Before I thought, oh, it's just incompetent. But now I, I realize you're genuinely malicious. That is the most malicious chicken burger I've ever come across in any restaurant ever. Mary Brown's lights out chicken burger. All right. Big crunch from KFC. Decent. Burger King. Um, yeah, the original chicken sandwich was great. Sourdough Chicken Club, also fantastic. Wendy's, Asiago Chicken Club, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Spicy Chicken Snack Wrap, A&W, Chubby Chicken Burger. Okay? These are all reasonable, well-rounded, healthy, not healthy, but, you know, Mentally healthy chicken burgers. You can go in them and, and they're not going to cause you trauma. Alright? You're not going to be up at night. Thinking about the chicken burger that almost killed you. crispy, you fuck. I've never been so mad at a burger in my life, dude. I'm so fucking mad at this thing. And you might be sitting there thinking, like, well, how do you know it was the McCrispy? I mean, you know, maybe it was the Big Mac or the fries or the Big Bite hot dog or the three taquitos or those onion rings from the Safeway Deli bar that you had. Shut the fuck up. I know my own body. I know what's killing it. I don't know it enough uh, to stop killing it, but I know enough to know what is killing it. And this is these chills running down my spine, this sweat coming out of my forehead. All right, the blood in my stool, the blood in my urine, the blood in my semen. It's all McCrispy. Do you understand that? I know who I am. So shout out to that burger. Burn fucking hell. And I will see you there. And trust me, even in hell, I'm not going to eat you. <sighs> Awful burger. Awful burger. It's always piping hot. And they're like, it's fresh. Can't you tell? No. You've had that thing under a microwave oven. You just turn that, the, the heat lamp up. McDonald's always thinks that they've got clever shit. They're, 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 what the fuck? I'm so sick and tired of dealing with, um, you know, gastrointestinal issues 
from large burger chains. And there's no way around it. There's nothing I can do to stop it. That's what sucks. <sighs> Every time I eat at these places, I get significant health problems. And there's nothing I can do about it. It's just, I don't know. Just fucking frustrating. Uh, next up, shout out to um, music in general. Man, I love a good sound. Uh, no, shout out. I've been listening on the mower today to a band called Institute. They're a punk band, um, but they play a weird, not a weird style of punk, but it's it's punk. It's punk. It's like new wave it, new wave ish punk. There's a couple of bands who do that really well. Low Life from Australia, fucking fantastic band, which I've shouted out here on the podcast. The band Diet, which is another great band, but today it was Institute, and not usually. I I listened to them all last summer. I listened to the band Salt of the Earth all last summer, and I used to bike in the North End, and I would see things that um, were a little sketchy. Because I was a tourist, I wanted to see some sketchy shit, but, um, you know, I didn't really get the full, I could never really grasp the full impact of it because I knew I could just return to safety anytime I wanted, and these people lived in the shit. But while I was being a tourist of dereliction, I was listening to Institute, and they made for some good bike rides, some good bike rides. Couple of tall boys in the bag, and uh, biking through a ghetto, or biking through some abandoned fucking industrial area. Um, yeah, Institute, pretty good soundtrack for that. Really makes you feel like a punk, man, man, man. And last but not least, shout out to oh, shout out to my foreman, Darren. Who gave me a very positive review evaluation. He noted my positive and upbeat attitude. You understand? When I go into work, I'm a nice guy. I'm positive. I'm upbeat. We're mowing grass. We're having fun. Everyone in the yard is cool. My foremans are cool. This is a good time. It's only once I get home and I fire up the podcast that um, I realize that, uh, you know, life is just a series of Ranch McCrispies, and it's just pain and suffering. But for a brief moment when I'm at work, and I'm on that mower, and I'm doing absolutely perfect lines in the grass, and and there's a squirrel, and he's looking at me, and he's saying, fuck you, kill me, and I'm like, hey, you're the boss. I'm, you know, just for a second, I'm not thinking about the Ranch McCrispies. I'm in the moment. And Darren makes that good. I got in trouble today, actually. I got caught uh, smoking at the side of the road. <laughs> it's a true story. I got caught smoking and drinking coffee at the side of the road when I shouldn't have been. Um, it's a whole thing. I don't want to spill too much, but my foreman is cool about it. There's other people involved that could have gone about things differently, some higher ups, um, but at the same time, hey, say la vie, I got caught, no use bitching about it, I got caught, I got caught not working, all right, it was fucking bound to happen, everyone gets caught not working once in a while, this is my first time at the city getting caught not working, and I gotta tell you, it was worth it. Because if you think I'm going to start cutting grass and mowing down animals without a sip of coffee and a pre-massacre dart, I don't know what to fucking tell you. All right? You're all Ranch McCrispies in the mind. Anyways, that is the podcast. I love you guys. I am going to go to Underdogs tonight and have a couple of beers. Then tomorrow, I'm going to go back into the city. I'm going to mow some lawns for the last time this season. And then, I'm going to go see a doctor. Maybe get a Ranch McCrispy on the way. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. You guys are fantastic. I love you. 
I really do. I love you guys. You know that, right? I love you. Good. Good. As long as you know that. Then I will see you, and I'll see you, Ranch McCrispy. I'll see all of yous in hell. Oh, yeah.